Welcome to another edition of the 49er Goldcast. San Francisco, I'm recording. <laughs> Man, what a what a cock blocker. <laughs> San Francisco, are you ready? <laughs> uh, I'm going to say it. Action! Right, San Francisco, are you ready? <laughs> Boom! Welcome to another edition of the 49 and Gold Cast. We are the voice of the faithful. I'm your host, Rudy Salisa III, and with me is my brother, my co-host. Raymond Salisa first, sick as shit. <laughs> and our esteemed co-host. Old man Davis. Boom! Oh, 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 oh. Boom. Merry <coughs> fucking Christmas to the San Francisco 49ers. Finally. You know, there's two things I learned this weekend, gentlemen. Number one, the Warriors still have a ways to go, and that's not a bad thing. And number two, the 49ers are still better than the Los Angeles Rams. Ain't that the truth? Still better. And we got a lot to talk about. 49ers win over the Rams. We normally do a recap. We always do a recap of the wins, but Raymond, break it down because you are the recap master. Uh, so this week, uh, we're not going to go through the full, uh, recap as we usually do because I am under the weather, but what we can say is that cap cap in the wake of getting criticized by Tim Ryan, who thinks that cap has played poorly in the second half of most games, which I don't think is largely fallen his shoulders. You can't just put it on one guy. I think you got to look at, I think a lot of times the coaching decisions the, the play calling changes in the second half for whatever reason and a lot of times it gets very conservative very um very andy reed-esque is how i would compare it and but that all went out the window at least for the time being because cap was excellent passing the ball and running the ball aside from the one pick he overthrew he was 28 for 38 266 yards two touchdowns one pick he was great the ground game was kind of it kind of wasn't there. The Rams did come prepared to force Cap to be one-dimensional, and he was very efficient in that one-dimensional game. Rod Streeter, Jeremy Curley were excellent coming out of the, the wide-out slot. Sean Drone also caught a lot of balls. Garrett Sellett was, was, did okay with those four catches. Carlos Hyde was great. Aaron Birdbridge saw a little bit of action. He's, he has a long way to go, that guy. <clears throat> and fumbles, uh, Hyde lost two, recovered one. Don't like to see that. Um, defensively, the Niners were kind of exactly what they've been all year, really. They, uh, I mean, they, they, they're playing a pretty weak offense, so that kind of gave us a little bit of breathing room defensively. Gerald Hodges led the team with nine tackles, four assists. He looked really good. DeForest Buckner got his sixth sack of the season. That was his goal this year, to get at least six sacks and over 70 tackles. I believe he surpassed or reached, mm-hmm. um, both those milestones, which is, according to rookie statistics, he's actually having a really good year, despite what some of the naysayers might say. So you gotta you gotta feel good about that. And once his supporting cast gets better, you're gonna see him shine a lot more. But I mean, six sacks for a rookie is really good. Aaron Lynch, I believe, had that in his rookie year. 
and he's got a lot of upside, even though he hasn't played much this year. Tremaine Brock got a pick. Rashad Robinson closed the game with a pick. Rashad Robinson has also been another rookie that has performed very well and has been noted by other outlets within the NFL, so that's a good thing to see. He just needs to clean up his discipline because he does tend to get penalties for legal hands to the face, which is good. It just means he's physical, so you just have to tighten up that technique. And uh, he's a player to look out for coming next year, especially if his supporting cast gets better. So with that said, we are no longer 1-13 or 1-14. We are 2-13, and, and I doubt we're going to win next week. So that's just going to be another 2-14 and 14 year. This is the third this, – this will be probably the third 2-14 and 14 season in, that I've ever seen within the last, what, 10, 15 years? Wow. We have back-to-back with Dennis Erickson. Back-to-back with Dennis Erickson. Dark, dark days. Well, you know, it was still – it was nice to see the 49ers get a win, no question. Um, it was nice to sweep the Rams at this at this bottom of the barrel existence that we've had for the last two seasons. It would like you kind of just got to take whatever you can get from the 49ers at this point, and at least be, us being able to sweep the Los Angeles Rams gave us something to root about in an otherwise pretty dismal uh, season. But props to the Rams. Um, I'm not props to the Rams. Props to the 49ers. Yes, for props to the Rams. Uh, in Louis' absence, I was uh, reminded uh, how important it is to acknowledge uh, the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, great homecoming uh, game for them. Uh, Jared Goff, uh, excellent as a starter, although he just didn't perform that day. Uh, <laughs> he was, Jeff Fisher he was, is probably uh, laughing in yes. his hotel room, uh, just in amazement of how far the Rams were only so little to get in his absence and uh, how maybe uh, the coaching staff wishes that he was still the head coach. Otherwise, uh, the uniforms look great on them. (laughs) (laughs) That's the only notable thing. That that blue and yellow looks a lot better than that Dijon and navy blue thing they have. I don't like that. (laughs) And uh, well, we the Niners still have, edged him uh, by a very gutsy call by Chip Kelly to go for the two-point conversion, saying, screw this, let's go for the win. That was pretty awesome. And other I than that uh, uh, end zone dance by L.A. Ram fans, I'd say uh, it's a good turnout. Oh, yeah. Turnout. Final Caps scores, up. 49ers 22 and the bitch-ass Rams 21. Boom. Boom, boom, boom. All right, gentlemen, so moving on. Old man Davis, you got a lot of explaining to do, buddy. You got a lot of explaining to do. You were gone for quite some time. And, and in the time you were gone, the Raiders lost to Kansas City and promptly dropped to the fifth seed in the playoff standings. Then the following week, they beat the Chargers. Kansas City loses. Then, and then they probably go back up to the first spot seed. And now you guys defeat the Colts. KC eliminates Denver, but you guys lose Derek Carr. Old man Davis, break down the last three weeks. What have the last three weeks been like for you, an Oakland Raiders fan? You know, that game against Kansas City in which uh, the Oakland Raiders lost 21-13, KC with the W. I uh, didn't look at that game much other than uh, a couple players just had a bad day. You know, going into the office Monday morning, don't want to be there. Or uh, you forget to uh, bring your briefcase to work. Uh, Just uh, 
terrible loss, and uh, we moved on. Because uh, as champions, Oakland Raiders know how to move on. Uh, at least to say about the uh, 49ers that week. Uh, considering they uh, lost to the Jets 23-17. to So I don't think uh, my uh, loss to the Chiefs was a cup of tea compared to your uh, boiling pot of water. Oh, wow. There was no playoff significance. We've been out of it for weeks. Uh, Moving on to week 15, all right? (laughs) 19-16, to we beat the Chargers. That is very true. And actually, a lot happened this past week. Miami got into the playoffs with a win. Pittsburgh eliminated the Ravens. The Houston Texans got in just because they are less crappier than the Titans, or they're not as crappy as the Titans, or the Colts for that matter. Casey's still in it. It's great to see. And that week 15, the 49ers stunk up Atlanta with that gold rush snot that they call an offense. Only putting up 13 points and letting Matt Ryan score 41 points. The number one offense in the NFL. The Oakland Raiders did terrific against Phillip Rivers and the San Diego Chargers. I can't say much more than that. I'm just going to move on to week 16. Yeah, let's get to it. Against the Colts. And we handed them their asses back to Indianapolis. How about... That chin hair of yours, Andrew Luck, ain't giving you any luck but the bad luck. Take that commercial off the television. We did lose the heart and soul of this Raiders team due to a broken fibula. The same fibula that was broken off Marcus Mariota's leg the same week, during the same time. How coincidental was that? The gods have it against me, but I'm not going to let them bring me down further. We're going to bring in Matt McGloin, Penn State graduate. Knows how to win and play as a backup quarterback. And, And if anything, I'd have Matt McGloin as my starting quarterback going into the playoffs, going finishing up Week 17 against the Broncos than any other playoff team this season and their backups. A Matt Moore? Yeah, leave him on the bench. How about so you're a Brock Osweiler? Be able to go Would somewhere. I even want a Brock Osweiler? No. I wouldn't even want a want- Tom Savage. <laughs> you're the second you best map- offense in the NFL. Do you think you're going to lose a stride without Carr now? Like I said, it's not the same Raiders deep offense, not the same Raiders team. He will be missed, but we will move on. This is not one of those next man up scenarios. This is also not the beginning of the season. This is the playoffs. And all we got to get is... Three more games, and we're in Houston, baby. 
We're in Houston. And you think you're going to go there? How terrible would that be if they continue to do well and get to the Super Bowl without Carr? I would think Matt McGloin's up for a nice, juicy contract. <laughs> From somebody. It, I'm trying I'm trying to look him up. I believe he's – Matt McGloin is what, one and six as a starter? He's nothing special. You know, let's not just only look at the quarterback here. Okay? Kind of looks like Louie. We got <laughs> we got a gutsy play calling coach like Jack Del Rio. That trending defense that's combined with Bruce Irvin and Khalil Mack and possibly Mario Edwards Jr. And we got a stable offense with key weapons on in the backfield. And the receiving core. What else can you not have at your disposal if you're Matt McGloin? I see victory here, boys, and we will take it. We will get another victory before the 49ers get a victory. That's my oh, prediction. Wow. wow. You want a wow. you want a hardcore, sincere prediction? That's as real as it gets. Wow. Now, why don't you just get your 2017 NFL draft baseball caps set? Because this show's over. Did you just drop the mic? Drop the mic. <laughs> you just dropped the mic. You dropped the mic on your desk? You dropped the mic. Well, you know, I will say this, and this is my genuine uh, feeling. I, I do actually feel bad for the... Uh, for the Oakland Raider uh, team. I don't necessarily know if I feel bad for Raider Nation, uh, all 35 of them, and their 200 bandwagon fans, but I do feel bad for the Oakland Raiders as a team, and I think Derek Carr, Derek Carr was a good coach. I so, feel bad for uh, Carr. Good, good quarterback, not a good coach. <laughs> good quarterback. So He's a good coach to somebody. Does he have kids? He's a great coach to his kids, maybe. He's a good dad. He's a good dad. I don't know. Why don't you guys just say He's married. Save your dear John letters, all right? I don't, I don't need them. The, the Raider Nation doesn't need them, okay? You guys want to be uh, silver and black fans? You guys want to head over to the uh, Silvercast? By all means, you're invited. We always take, <laughs> uh, we always take soul loser red and gold uh, fans all the time, okay? Wow! I saw your son rocking that big white, that big white Raiders uh, jacket with the binoculars again. That's like his thing now, isn't it? He's all binoculars now. No TV, binoculars. Well, he doesn't yeah, have my little... he doesn't have my glasses, so he can't see. With his little bowl haircut, he was trying to see what was up with Carr. He was, he was. He's like, "Ahoy there!" <laughs> Someone let me know. E- eating his like his little peanuts and shit. All right, so uh, Derek Carr is expected to be out for about six to eight weeks. It's uh, a broken fibula. I have no idea where that is, but it sounds terrible. Um, below the knee. It's on his, it's on below leg. the knee. It's on his leg. <laughs> yeah, it's on his leg. Carlos Hyde's uh, season-ending knee injury, knee injury is actually short-term and won't impact his off-season workouts via no. Matt Mayoko today. It's a sprained MCL, not a Not broken. a torn MCL, a which torn is MCL. what it originally was thought to be, which is great news. Yeah, it's great news. It's, it's, it has it's, a slightly, slightly shittier version of Steph Curry's injury last year yeah. in the finals. Yeah, so I mean, at least we we beat the uh, we sweep the Rams, the Raiders. That, 
Yeah, that was part of my prediction, too. I predicted that the Niners would sweep the Rams this year. You did. You know what? And so did our unofficial, I guess, fifth host now, Rudy Solis, the, the, the second. God, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying anything correctly today. <laughs> Rudy Solis, the second. Uh, he also predicted that the, the Rams, we'd, he would, we would sweep the Rams. And did I predict that, too? Did, I, did you guys finally convince me of that? I don't, I don't remember anymore. I don't know. So long ago. I don't know. You're you're responsible for your own picks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I really like uh, our our backup quarterback. How I don't know how much further I can emphasize this. Okay, I'm just gonna keep on repeating this throughout the the cast. All right, I I'd have a Matt McGloin, who's been on the team longer than a lot of those players, longer than the coach, and for the Raiders organization. For Al Davis, the ghost of Al Davis, to still believe the need to have him on the roster says a lot. I didn't want a Mark Sanchez in the offseason. I didn't want a Nick Foles. I didn't want a Ryan Crybaby. I want my contract Fitzpatrick. I don't even need an Alex Smith, even oh. though he kicked all asses all season. He's not, he's not a free agent, though. It doesn't matter. I'm talking to you quarterbacks that I didn't want, I don't want, and I'm glad I got a Matt McGloin heading into the playoffs. <laughs> that, is the, that, is the, that is the most disillusional thing I've ever heard somebody say. I'm glad I have Matt McGloin going into the playoffs. <laughs> we will win with Matt McGloin. We will take that Super Bowl trophy and we will kiss the football on top. <laughs> He's got a one in five record. I found it. He's one in five as a starter. It's not what you did for me yesterday, Rudy. It's what you Doesn't he have a do negative T D interception ratio too? Uh yeah. Yeah, he has Three, he, no, 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 no. He has eight. No, no, hold on, let me see. 11 touchdowns and 11 interceptions. You have a dismantled. Oh, wow. <laughs> so <clears throat> that's that's almost like Joe Montana. The only difference is he didn't have any picks in his, <laughs> in, in his playoff or Super Bowl appearances. No, but 11 this is. Yeah, but this, this is uh yeah, this is, they do they he is matching the number eleven. That's uh You that's have a dismantled he's got it half right. You have a dismantled Seattle Seahawks team. <laughs> yeah, but they're still gonna hand the us 49ers one. ass in week seventeen. I hope Chip Kelly still has a job after that game. I really do. Because... I really do. I th- I really, you know what? I hope he has a job too. And that still doesn't change the fact that you're going into the playoffs with Matt McGloin, who has a one in five record as a quarterback and has 11 touchdowns for 11 interceptions. The best thing a Derek Carr can teach a Matt McGloin is some of the plays in the playbook. Now, here's the question Who do you face this week? Oh, you face Denver. And and it, it will be no contest. Going we will take the wins. We will potentially get the number one seed. And we'll get a, a playoff bye. 
and will face either the Steelers, the Texans, or the Chiefs. Doesn't matter yeah, who, we're going to take the win. Matt McGoin's going to stand tall. Everyone's going to cheer for him. The announcers, the referees, Mark Davis, Jed York. Son. Jed York. <laughs> you better hope that you guys beat Denver this week coming up. You better hope you beat Denver because if you don't beat Denver and you guys drop to the fifth seed and then you have to play next week, it might be a short playoff stint for the Matt McGloin-led Oakland Raiders. All you got to think about is three games. Three games. That's it. That's it. Well, we're going to find out. And that actually kind of leads me to my next topic of the evening is uh, playoff predicts. Now, Raymond, we're virtually done. And uh, old man Davis, I mean, he pretty much has his pick of the litter at this point. But I think there's still a couple spots that he can... He can, he can still predict. Yeah, I'm going to uh, just go ahead and uh, help you guys uh, out and uh, let you know who I've picked over the weeks in my absence. All right, we had the Oakland Raiders. That's a given. We had the New England Patriots. We also had the Oakland Raiders. I said the Pittsburgh Steelers. I said mm -hmm. the Houston Texans. Mm -hmm. And because I was told in my absence, I cannot pick the Oakland Raiders twice. Yep. I'm going to go ahead and go with the Kansas City Chiefs. Ooh. Kansas City Chiefs. Well, that's considering they're in today, that's uh, awesome. And... Uh, and I wow, wish you guys... You, uh, I wish you figure out that one. I wish you guys knew... Uh, <laughs> Knew my pick uh, I had in mind last week, but uh, I wasn't around. But I thought I should tell you this week, since I'm on the cast, it's going to be the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> Man, he is like a Nostradamus right now. This is uncanny. The best it's part about these predictions was seeing Rudy's Baltimore Ravens prediction not get in because I made the gutsy bold pick of the Pittsburgh Steelers and they kicked their asses yesterday. Sunday night football. Moving Boom. into the NFC, I had the Dallas Cowboys, I had the Atlanta Falcons, I had the Detroit Lions, and I had the Seattle Seahawks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In my absence, my predictions were the New York Giants. And guys, can you guess what my last one is? The Green Bay Packers? Nope. The Green Bay Packers. <laughs> uh, old man Davis, you never fail to deliver the Green Bay Packers. Now, here's, here's a question. What do you think about the seeding? Raymond, who is going to be in the second seed spot come... Sunday nightfall, will it be the Oakland Raiders or will it be the Kansas City Chiefs? Will Denver play spoiler, Ray, to uh, to Oakland? 
I don't know. Their offense is pretty bad. I can't their see that happening. Pretty bad. But their the defense, defense is okay. Raiders but... defense isn't very good. And Denver defense is monstrous. <laughs> That's true. The Denver defense is pretty good. Is a lot better, but it depends. I mean, this is a team that puts they put up a hundred less points than the Raiders team. So I don't know. They got their work cut out for them. Okay. But they're the the one the one thing that might give them an advantage is the fact that they have a backup quarterback in there who's not very good in the in the in the the sample size of data that we have uh-huh. in his uh, NFL career. The Raider. So who did you say in the NFC? Uh, the, the, the Broncos just lost to the Chiefs, okay? And mm-hmm. that defense that you guys claim was so great let the Chiefs score 33 points. Yeah, but they were also, because the offense was getting like three and outs, they weren't sustaining a whole lot of drives, so the, the defense got tired. Because a lot, a lot of the, it was 21-17 for a long time. And then in the fourth quarter, that's when it really they they got they pulled away because the the offense couldn't sustain any drives and the the, the Denver defense got tired. Is it any is it any wonder that we beat the Broncos, thirty to twenty? But that I think it'd be a, I think it'd be a similar case. Denver yeah. would probably finish uh, eight and eight. Oakland might finish thirteen and three unless their quarterback throws up a stinker. Well, guys, let's let's turn to let's. Uh... Let's do Let's this. Let's ask Vegas. That's exactly what we're going to do. All right. So, you know, let's just move on to the last topic of the day. It's all about that money. That green. That mucus. That cabbage. That celery. Those boogers. That oregano. That green infused vegetable drink. Relish. Basil. Uh, the top of the sriracha bottle. Irish. The leprechaun's hat. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, baby. Spinach. Spinach. Just winach. Uh. <laughs> Boom. There we go. All right. So let's take a guess. Let's uh, let's start with Old Man Davis's. Oakland Raiders. Let's take a guess on the Vegas spread. No cheating from either of you. Raymond, what's Vegas say? Who's winning and by what's the spread? I think they're going to say, I think they're going to give it to the Raiders, but they're going to probably give it by six points. Six points to the Raiders. Old Man Davis, what do you say? I'm going to go with ten points. Ten points in favor of? The Raiders. Wow. Now, they're in oh, they're in Denver. And I'm going to tell you guys now, you're both wrong on all counts. That was a loud sniff. You're both wrong on all, on all counts. Oakland, I mean Vegas is saying they're underdog. Denver is the favorite by 3 points. Really? Yep. Wow. Denver's the favorite by 3. How does that make you feel, OMD? That makes me feel special, and it makes me feel confident that the Oakland Raiders will return. They're not going to drop to twelve and four, to a thirteen and three record. Because it's That's... been done before, and it's going to happen again. 
I promise you this. Yeah, so Olman Davis, do you take that bet? You better believe I take that bet. I put all my chips in it. I put my whole team. I put my own son on it. Yeah, but hold on. Hold on, hold on. But I, I'm at – so, okay, so what are you saying is going to happen? You're saying Oakland by 10? Oakland by 10. Ooh. Ooh. I say Shots Trevor fired. Simeon doesn't have a chance to redeem wow. himself and the lackluster season he's had. Raymond, Denver by three. Do you take that bet? Why not? They're playing spoiler, division rival. So they just lost to KC. I don't think they want to finish. Uh, they don't want to finish eight and eight. Why not? So, so okay. So you're go. You're definitely. You're gonna go with. You're I'm gonna going take that with, bet. You're gonna take that bet. Wow. You know, I'm gonna take that bet too. Denver by three. I'm gonna take that bet. You want to go down with the ship? By all means, go ahead. But you will I'm... not be happy with what ends up happening. All right, we're gonna see over the Broncos by ten. By ten. Wow. Well, we're gonna find out. Wow. We're gonna find out. Wow. Here we go. Uh, now. Seattle Seahawks at San Francisco 49ers. Guess what? What do you think the guess the guess the points? Who's who's the who's who's the favorite? And by how much does Vegas say they're going to win? Old Man Davis, we'll start with you. Seattle Seahawks, of course. Not only do they have a decimated team due to injury. But they still have enough talent and leadership in that team to get over a 2 and 13 red and gold. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking 10 points as well. Mm. 10 so- points, Seattle Seahawks over the 49ers. 49ers season ends 2 and 14. Boom. Raymond, what is your guess? So he says he says Seahawks by ten. What do you think Vegas has it as? I think Seahawks by fourteen. Fourteen. They're oh, wow. injured, but there's they still got pro bowlers on that in that defensive line and that defensive unit, and that's gonna be the difference maker. If the Rams can hold us to as money as much rushing yards as we had, there's they're gonna do the exact same thing. They're going to force us to be one-dimensional. All right. All right. Well, uh, Old Man Davis, you are closer. Vegas says nine-and-a-half-point favorites. I already know. Do you take that bet? Are you, are you, are you saying, so you're saying Seattle's going to go over nine-and-a-half points. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. If there's something that the Seattle Seabuds know how to do, it's win games against the San Francisco 49ers. And, Raymond, you would agree with that sentiment, I'm assuming. Yes, unfortunately, yeah. All right, there we go. Well, there. Regrettably, yeah, regrettably. Navy blue. <laughs> you know, I, I think I think you guys are probably right too. I'd say I would take that bet. I would take Seahawks nine and a half over. Yeah, definitely. We also we also don't believe we can beat them, which is even tougher. That makes it even worse. Uh, Raymond, where can they find us? Uh, you can find us on 
at facebook.com slash 49ersgoldcast. You can also follow us on Twitter at 49ersgoldcast. You can also subscribe to us via iTunes, YouTube, and Stitcher under the same moniker, 49ersgoldcast. That way you can be get notifications as soon as the show goes live, and you can listen on your glorious cell phone or, or desktop or wherever the hell you listen to it. <laughs> Raymond, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at Ray Solis, R-A-Y-S-O-L-I-S. You can find me uh, at Rudy Solis third, Rudy Solis three R D. Old Man Davis, where can they find you? You can find me in Houston, Texas. Well, I'll be setting up my luxury booth um, as the old. <laughs> Is that where Raiders. you sell like? You sell autographed pictures of yourself and jackets and sunglasses. Sunglasses, just wind baby. Uh, flags, skulls with helmets over them. <laughs> there you go. Real, real human skulls. Real human skulls with with helmets over them. <laughs> All right, well, there you go. Well, so concludes another edition of the 49er Goldcast. Just another reminder, we will be turning over to the Goldcast in the new year. Uh, we are, Our MMA episode last week was so greatly received that we will be bringing Dan the Man back tomorrow for a preview of Ronda Rousey's great return. Uh, so that'll be pretty exciting. All right, uh, so concludes another edition of the 49er Goldcast. We, hold on, Raymond, what are you doing over there? <laughs> what is that? Trying to breathe. <laughs> All right, here, just, just hold, hold, hang tight for like two seconds, and then I'll, I'll close this out. So concludes another edition of the 49er Goldcast. We are the voice of the faithful. I'm your host, Rudy Salisa III, and with me is my brother, my co-host. Raymond Salisa first, baby. And our esteemed co-host. It's great to be back, baby. Old man Davis. Boom! We'll see you next time. Same Goldcast time. Same Goldcast channel. And we are... Boom. 35 minutes on the dot. Damn, we're good. Is that what you wanted? <laughs>